1: We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Pharrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell. Bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out of bad seat, bird, a bad city, broken, ate bad apple with a attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad actors, bad taste, bad luck, bad news, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City studios in the Brattleboro, Vermont, riding across the woods loves to puff on that Detroit big energy in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, the red to drive some kind of magic. I got up your all my friends, come around, fight the fight to party up. Rats on the west side, But bugs. Sometimes I'm going to mess the tires and up bridge, spotted all over Manhattan. head. Hey, what's going on? I'm Pharrell with Carver High this evening. And the Yankees just lost to the Blue Jays 6 to 5 in Toronto on a Bichette home run in the bottom of the eighth. After they were down 4 nothing, they came back, tied the game 5 all they were down 5-2, 5-3, 4-5, five all and then you give up the uh the James uh, right? Like isn't that the guy's name the the reliever gave up the home run? Uh,
2: it, was, it was Holmes tonight. Holmes Holmes. Gave up the I home. mean,
1: what's his name? Clay Holmes. Clay uh, Holmes. not James, Clay Holmes. So that's what I was thinking of. Anyway, he he gave up the home run which he has done nothing but pitch great for the Yankees in the bullpen. Uh Ever since they started throwing him out there, I think he's done a hell of a job. In fact, the night before was the first time I seen him walk two batters in like 25 innings, right? So, and then tonight he gives up to Bichette Homer in front of a big crowd at uh, Toronto. And they got a runner on second in the the ninth. And then uh, Tyler Wade uh, popped up. Uh, He fouled a few pitches off with two strikes and two outs. He had a tough at bat, I'll give him that. But as usual, he doesn't come through. I I just honestly – now, I know you're going to put all the blame on on Garrett Cole, but you have to admit, at the very least, that Tyler Wade's an amateur. I mean, he's not a pro. To me, he's an amateur. He's a pretty boy. He never does anything. When does that guy ever do anything ever for the Yankees? He sucks.
2: Look, I think it's unfortunate tonight he was the last guy up. He's probably the last guy on the entire roster that you want hitting. Two outs, right. spot, you know, ninth inning, man on second with a chance to tie the game. I would have taken anybody in that spot he never over comes Tyler Wade. But but like you said, like I, that's the moment because it's the last moment of the game. But there's way too many other things in this game. In fact, Boone screwed up, to be quite honest with you. He should have saved... Voight for there. He should have left Gardner in the game and let Gardner hit against that lefty in the seventh thing. Now, listen, they end up tying the game. It is what it is. But I thought the way that he maneuvered the pinch hitters in that spot was wrong because now you got to use Wade in a spot like this. But like you said, I am going to blame the whole game on Cole. When you're making that kind of money, you can't get whacked the way that he did tonight. I mean, how many extra base hits he gave up tonight? Five doubles, a couple homers, I mean, it was embarrassing. Embarrassing for a guy that makes his kind of money.
1: Yeah, he makes uh, tons of money and got lit up for five earned runs. I mean, it is unbelievable. We welcome our radio affiliates: SiriusXM, Mighty or Ten Ninety Sports Map, Sports Byline. Welcome to the show. So, Barrios uh, three earned runs over six innings. I cannot believe he beat Garrett Cole. So now. Uh, I guess it boils down to this: the Red Sox are winning tonight, six nothing in uh, the ninth, so they're going to win. So they're going to move into a tie again with the Yankees, right, for the top wild card, and then yeah. Toronto just jumped Seattle until they play tonight. Correct? They play. Well, right the Yankees.
2: Now the Yankees gained a game on Red Sox last night so they should still be now one game ahead of them for the top spot they had a two game lead on them going into tonight if
1: right. I remember
2: well correctly
1: I think you're right like so here's the deal uh it, it you're right it was two now it's one and a half and if they lose it's one so they still got a one game right. lead and then Toronto picked up the game right because they were a game on the Yankees
2: they, were, they did yes if the if the Red Sox the yeah if the Red Sox win tonight the, the Blue Jays will not pick up a game on the Red Sox for the second wild card
1: but they would stay a half game back with Seattle before pending Seattle
2: well, game right well if the Red Sox win then the then Toronto will go back to one full game behind them and if Seattle wins tonight they would be one full game behind Boston as well
1: So, they gain – explain this to me again because I'm so confused now because I'm not looking at it. I'm listening to you. So, the Yankees' lead is one and a half over Boston. If Boston wins, it's one. Right. And then Seattle was a half game behind uh, Boston, and they will gain – if they win, they'll gain nothing. They'll still be a half game out.
2: Correct. Correct. That's correct, because uh, Seattle uh, Seattle does not play tomorrow. So that's the extra game that everybody's going to make up on Seattle tomorrow.
1: And they're getting ready to go tonight uh, against the A's in uh, any minute in Seattle. And the Potters and Dodgers are set to go on ESPN. And unless I'm mistaken, they got these two chicks calling the game tonight. So good for them. Everybody's happy. They're in honor of the two chicks that they're having uh, call the game tonight, Padres-Dodgers. They fired Katie Nolan earlier in the day. They can't pay all three women.
0: (laughs) Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run
1: wish any uh literally ill will on anyone to be honest with you carver high this is true i'm not out to uh you know judge others careers in broadcasting or getting you know fired or hired or otherwise in tv and radio right so um i've certainly had uh, my fair share of problems in uh radio over the years i think a lot of it um was unnecessary. I thought a lot of it was ridiculous. I, I thought a lot of it was uh, 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 the FCC chasing me down like I was some kind of criminal uh, over the years. I mean, that's just the truth of it. I mean, they. the bottom line is they came after me for years and um, I, I never, uh, to be honest with you Carver High, I never thought I was uh, frankly that dirty uh they they accuse me of everything indecency, obscenity, hate mongering um you name it, I got accused of it, right so and then uh the reality of it is is that they never got me on any of it um they're they're a big offer against me in court and all I know is is that, Well, first of all, I think our government's pathetic to begin with, okay? So let's be clear. And I I don't think that that uh, office should even be in the government, (laughs) okay? So they need to worry about their own house that they can't keep open uh, or that they can't keep lunatic dictators out of. And then, then they bring in senile old men that don't know how to remember yesterday from today, I mean, it's pathetic to begin with, all right. So let's let's worry about what's going on in in uh, DC with our own government problems before they start worrying about radio and television. Okay, like the other day, I heard that you know Eli Manning flipped the double birds on Monday Night Football. You would have thought the guy killed babies, right? So here's my point of all this. Like, I'm not out to get anybody. I want everyone to have a job and to work and to do well for their uh, own selves and families, right? Carver High knows this is true. I've never been about uh, getting people uh, fired, hired, all this other stuff. So, um, you know, I talked about that girl, right? They brought her, Nolan, to that network for like a million a year at least, right? Carver High, I mean, that's what I heard today. She was getting paid a million
2: probably more than that and then
1: maybe more than that all i know is they brought her on they never did anything with her like she came to espn from fox and she never did anything what did she do she did some late night show i've never heard of it what what show was that some late night show like i mean you and i did late night radio i never saw her do a late night show ever what late night show well, yeah. I know I, it never I, amounted I, to a hill of beans because never it, it never no one ever saw it. Am yeah, they I wrong? The plug
2: on, they pulled the plug on it fast. It was on for maybe a little bit. And then she really for the last I think couple of years had only been doing podcasts for them.
1: Did they do the same thing to our buddies Cavino and Rich? Weren't they doing a late night TV show?
2: I believe that they were, yes.
1: Well that didn't last either.
2: No. I think a lot of that stuff went out the window during the, during the pandemic.
1: Okay, well there you go. And then Dan Dockage, right? That's that's the real reason I'm I'm talking about this. Dan Dockage got in trouble on emmis in Indianapolis, going at it with some woman, and she challenged him. She was a swimmer. This woman, she was like a, I think, uh, like a, a collegiate swimmer. But she was, this is back in her college days. Now she's not a swimmer. She's an activist. And she got into it with him. And then allegedly, like, I, I could be off on what she does for a living. She may not be an activist, but she's something like that. I, You know, you and I looked at the story, right? So you know what I'm talking about. She started up with him. He's, she challenged him to a swimming match in the pool. And he started calling them all names. And one of the names he used she accused him of misogyny and that, you know, he was abusing women, that or, you know, he was making fun of women and giving women the business on the air. Sure enough, that's all it took. Emmes yanked him and then ESPN followed suit and took him off the air, right? He wasn't doing college basketball anymore. So now fast forward all these years or a couple years later here, it's been about a year and a half at least. That was in like 20 for sure. And then now, fast forward to today, he's like out at ESPN and he's doing something with uh, this OutKick company, which is, I believe, uh, Travis's, Clay Travis's company, correct? Which I know nothing about at all. So I'm not one to uh, have an opinion about something I know nothing about. So I don't know any of those people. Uh, I think I've had Clay on my show once or twice before in my life for sure. I think it's CBS or at Howard somewhere. I've had Clay Travis on my show once or twice, but I don't really know him other than that. And I don't have anything good or bad to say about him. I don't, I don't watch his shows or listen to his shows or watch Fox or any of that. All I'm telling you is, is that Dan was great at doing college basketball, right? He really was a great analyst. I thought he was fantastic. And Uh, The funny thing about Dan is, poor Dan pretends like he doesn't know me. It's so funny. Dan was in my fraternity in college, but he pretends like he doesn't know me. That's his soft-ass sugar, so pathetic, candy-ass femme. You're a wuss bag that you pretend you don't know me. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. You've got to be a sissy bee. I mean, you're just a sissy bee. I need to slap you around a little. Pretend like you don't know me. Okay. Remember when Howard used to do that to everyone? I've never heard of Pharrell before. As he's hiring me to work with him for 10 years. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he's never heard of me. I had the same effing agent as him. I was in the same office with the same old man every day for 10 years with the same who only represented the best in the business. I'm in there every day and I'm up against you in morning drive and I have the same agent that makes me all my money and I pay him a ton of money and you don't know who I am but then you hire me to work for you for 10 years but you've never heard of me? Shut the F up, you phony ass B, all of you. I, I don't, when have you ever seen me do that to somebody Carver High? Pretend like I don't know somebody because, like, I think I'm hot S in some radio job. Like, I think I'm better than you, and I, I, don't, I don't know who you are. Who does that? Like, you've got to be an absolute loser <laughs> to play that card when you know full-on you know who I am. Who does that? Tell me who.
2: Seems like a lot of people do that.
1: Well, how about I beat your ass? How's that sound? <laughs> you know I don't ever I've never understood that <laughs> I've never understood it's so funny he grew up or he lived in Crown Point Indiana his godfather was my best friend's father so you, you don't know who I am huh I grew up with you my whole life but you don't know who I am what a phony you are bro <laughs> honestly you have to be the biggest phony femme I've ever met in my life just tell it like it is Tell it like it is. I think the guy's great at doing college basketball. I think it's a shame he won't be doing college basketball. Fair enough? I don't really care about his problem with that woman in the swimming pool or whatever the hell it was about. I really don't care about any of that. Boy, are they phony at that place with the way they fire people. That, That girl, Rachel Nichols, boy, she got shafted. They fired the little millionaire, Katie. They fire Dan. I mean, who don't they fire? For the strangest things, right? That place is Phonyville is what it is. Bristol, my ass. How about Phonyville?
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court
1: so the Cardinals are gonna lose tonight, Carver High. They're down four nothing in the ninth.
2: Yeah, it looks like the streak is about to break unless they've got a big ninth inning in them against the Brewers. Four nothing out in St. Louis. And honestly, like this this is probably a good thing for them. Like you know, baseball's a funny game. You don't see win streaks like this all the time. You know, this is I think what is it, the third or fourth longest in the last forty years or fifty years or something like that. You want to lose, like, you don't want to go into a, a one-game playoff with, like, some kind of, like, 20-21 game winning streak. Like, you just don't. Like, I just, it's such, it's just a game where, you you know, losses happen a couple times a week. Like, this is unheard of, what they've done for the last three weeks. So, I think it's good that they lose a game here, maybe lose another one, and then get themselves fresh, mind-focused on just winning one game, not keeping a streak going. I, I think that that's a a very big thing.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, do you remember when we were talking about Toronto and they were so hot remember from like when they beat the Yankees in the four games in the boogie down Bronx and they had won like 19 of what 21 games or something like that. And they were just, they were scorched earth. And all I know is I said, it's too early to be this hot. You don't want to be this hot in, in early September. You want to be this hot at the end of September going into October. Right, like If it's too early, uh, now, I would agree with you that tonight's, frankly, a perfect night for it to end. Now, I bet on them every night from, like, game five until now. So, I mean, 12 straight nights I've hit them uh, betting, and tonight I'll lose that money. And it is what it is. I lost the Yankees, too. I bet on uh, Cole tonight. But I did bet on Boston, and I haven't looked at all the other um, finals. I might as well just look at them right now. I hit the Cubs. I hit the Rockies. No, I didn't. I, I bet the Nationals. I lost that game. I lost mm. the Mets. And I hit the Braves. They beat the Phillies 7-2. So, I'm guessing uh, Freed, uh, one earned run over seven innings. No three earned wow. runs over six. So, that's a big. Uh, Phillies are here's finished. Here's the Dodgers scoring first on the Padres. Seeger played at one nothing.
2: Seager's been, by the way, I know that Stanton's been red hot, you know, on the Yankee side and the American League side. Like, Corey Seager's been on fire lately, too, for the Dodgers. I mean, he just hit a double off the wall. He just missed another homer right before he came around to score here.
1: Turner just drove him in. That kid can play, that Turner. I don't know. Oh, if they're really in good. a one-game playoff with the Cardinals and they don't catch the Giants, who who do you take? Are you still... I'm on the the Dodgers Dodgers, because they're going to be playing in L.A. Dodgers. I'm
2: taking the Dodgers in that game.
1: Even with the way that the Cardinals have played baseball,
2: yes. Even with that,
1: but wouldn't you love to see them lose?
2: I would. On, I wish it was anybody but the Cardinals. I can't stand the Cardinals. Like I don't really
1: going over the wall. Man, what a way! Oh, at the wall, he catches it. I thought that was a home run for sure. I, got, I
2: don't really hate any teams in the National League. If there was any team close enough that I do, it's the Cardinals. I, I can't stand them. It's just, it is what it is. I play their under every year, and every year they have some miraculous finish like this to get over the number. Like, it's just, it bothers the hell out of me.
1: Why would you bet against them when they uh, have this historic franchise of success?
2: Well, the last three or four years it's been like I'm I'm getting paid this year. Like I, they owe me. And now every year I lose. Like it's just I'm just it's like a bad, you know, slot machine. I'm just gonna keep putting the quarters in until I finally get all my quarters back. So next year the same nonsense is gonna happen. In the in the preseason, gonna bet the Cardinal under again until it finally cashes in for
1: me. Tell me the tell me the story of the chicken nugget open, uh that you've been talking about on coast to coast. <laughs> Tell me about the chicken nugget open. Like, why? The the Sanderson Farms? Okay, listen. Why is the Ryder Cup, like, the extract coming off the Ryder Cup, that they actually turn and burn and have a tournament? Well, literally, literally starting tomorrow, four days after they were all hammered drunk— None of them the are Ryder playing. Cup. They go right at it with the chicken nugget open.
2: Only, only one guy from the Ryder cup is playing and it's cause he won last year. So he's a returning champion, which is Sergio, Sergio Garcia. Everybody else who played in the Ryder cup last week is nowhere near Jackson, Mississippi this weekend. I mean, it's the absolute last place in the world they'd want to be. I mean, the USA guys are still drunk from Sunday. I mean, there, there's just no way they were playing golf, but it's a good tournament for a lot of the second and third tier guys uh, to get their season going because even though we really don't focus in on golf big picture until the majors start to come around again in the spring with the masters and then we get our big run of a few months of big majors yeah, there's tournaments you know every weekend now until December you know there there's the pe this is the new season has begun um, uh, explain
1: that to me because I remembered golf starting in like Hawaii with the right you know, and and, Sony they, and they and all that.
2: Yeah, they're gonna be there. I believe uh, late October, early November, they make they make those the swing through Hawaii. Um, you know, they they start going all West Coast. It'll be California, so golf Hawaii. Golf now,
1: golf now never ends. Is that a twelve month thing now?
2: Yeah, I mean, when the as soon as the FedEx Cup is done, you know, in that uh, late August, early September week, they take a baby a week off, two weeks off, and then boom, the next season starts. Then they take the whole month of December off. They don't golf at all in December. There's no PGA events. So that's like the one month off in the middle, you know, there. And then January, why they ramp they, it back.
1: But why do they have the Eastlake and the FedEx final, the BMW, and then the FedEx uh, Cup when, you know, they, they hand out the $15 million. Why do they do that um, at Eastlake? And then you would think that would be the end of the season. Like the right. season's over, right there. Fifteen million. There you go. By the way, Paddock just hit a home run, Pollock rather, Jeez. and it's um, it's now four nothing Dodgers. Uh, it, it it's in a hurry. It's happening at Chavez Ravine tonight. In a hurry. Guys are drinking Coors Light, the whole deal. So explain to me why do they go from East Lake and a guy gets crowned, can't lay fifteen million, and then you're telling me a week later they're at it. They start the season pretty much. Why two, does that make any sense weeks. at all?
2: Yeah. Uh, Look, it's it's a year round game now. It's just um, that's kind of how it goes. You know, they play for 12 months. They take the one month off in December in the middle. Um, But this is how it is. I mean, there's a lot of cities and a lot of venues that want to be involved in this. Uh, That Fortinet Championship when they were at uh, Napa a couple weeks ago, that was the first one. This is the second event of the season. So they're in Jackson, Mississippi. Then they go to uh, Vegas for the Shriners. They're in Vegas, actually, for a couple weeks. They're at the, Su- the Summerlin, then they're at the Summit Club. Then they go to Japan for the Zozo. So they, you know, they, it's a year-round thing. You can't do that stuff in the summer because in the summer is when you want to be at your big courses in the States. You know, you get all your uh, events in South Carolina and the Houston Open and all the, you know, they do all that stuff there. So in the fall and in the winter is when they hit the better weather locales so that they can play all year round.
1: The season should end at Eastlake and it should begin in Hawaii.
2: <laughs> when are they in Hawaii for you? Let me, I'll give you the date on I mean, Hawaii.
1: Honestly, you uh, just start making no sense uh, to me whatsoever.
2: They play two you've events gone, in you've Hawaii. You've gone off the
1: deep end with me with golf. You really have. So, I don't know what happened to you.
2: So, January uh, 6th through the 9th, there uh, is the century. That's in uh, Maui. And then the 13th through the 16th, the Sony opens in Honolulu. So those are both in early January, when they come back off that December break.
1: Is that like right around the Daytona 500 in February or something they roll out? No, the,
2: February's the when Daytona they roll out the uh, – February's, uh, you know, you got the Pe- Pebble Beach. You got, uh, the, of course, the Phoenix Open and, and Super Bowl weekend. You have uh, the Farmers, which they're now moving to the final to Saturday night on Championship Weekend in late January.
1: There's actual Farmers golfing now?
2: Yes. Uh, February, we got the Genesis at uh, the Riviera, the Honda Classic in Palm Beach, uh, Florida. There's, a, there's. Listen, it's a, it's a 52-week deal now. There's only a couple weeks they take off.
1: I know the Honda's down there at uh, Haro's house. Yes, we course. always.
2: I know. <laughs> I played. I
1: played those. I played PGA, uh, PGA National there in West Palm. That's they
2: great. they play now. The last event of the year is December 10th through the 12th, uh, which is in Naples, and then they're off till the January 6th in Hawaii. So that's like three, so that not place, even a. By the park. way,
1: that place in Florida is like a golf mecca. I don't know if you if you knew that, but they got like, uh, they got. Like, five or six golf courses. Is this got, place? Like, yeah, and then they got a resort there, and it's exuberant in terms of its costs. It's very expensive, right. and it's but it's old. It's been there forever. It's not like it's some, uh, you know, I know everybody gives it these glowing reviews, but it's an old place. It's been there forever. Right. The PGA National. It's just, and the and the resort there, I forget what they call it. But I've been there, and he's gotten me in there before to golf and to stay and everything else. I eventually didn't stay there because I have a place in Boca, right? So, uh, But I've golfed there with him many times. It's great. It's great golf. I mean, they got, like, a bunch of golf courses. You go in that place, there's, like, I mean, it's a golf mecca. I mean, you pull in, there's, like, a parking lot the size of an airport. For golf. Like and there's like five or six golf courses. It's crazy. And uh but I cannot believe it's fifty two weeks a year now. Hey,
2: there's That's money insane. to be made. And listen, the big guys take a lot of the fall and the winter off. They just pop in here and there to the tournaments they want to play, but uh for these other guys they gotta play every year to get those FedEx points
1: and that money they and need. And then the old guys play. Do people still watch the champions tour like the old guys? Oh my god. I wouldn't watch old guys golf if you paid me. Carver, High. A couple things. You haven't told me what you think of uh, my journey to Atlantic City and Philadelphia this weekend. I know that I mention it a lot because it's a hot topic. It is uh, very – people are clamoring to know what I'm doing. And I'm going to uh, Atlantic City on a Saturday all-night bender all night it's uh Ric Flair all night long. <laughs> I mean, it is. I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down all night long. And I'm talking till the sun comes up. It's going to be go to breakfast strung out on gambling. And I'm going down there with an absolute. Uh, troublemaker and a, just loaded with money just nothing but trouble uh and i mean we are doing it all it is all evolving rapidly i mean the
0: game there's a woman out there (laughs) what to find out just where she stands in the world of femininity jump on the horseman one time baby
1: it's an all night you know it uh so Anyway, and then one of the good things about it is is that I will get a really good meal out of it. I'm eating at some famous place that I, I won't name, so I'm not shot. <laughs> Someone will come shoot me. So I'm not saying where I'm eating, but I am eating at a famous place, and I am just going to eat my onions off. I mean, I'm already gearing up for it. I told you, Carver High, already I'm doing calisthenics already, preparing for the amount of food that I'm going to eat. I mean... I'm going to eat so much food. I'm going to have gas till next Wednesday. Like I'm going large, dude. And when I go large, you've seen me, I've had uh, multiple desserts. I don't even mess with one. The guy's like, you want tiramisu? sorbet? I'm like, bring them both.
2: Yeah. Get I everything. You
1: know, and a double cap or whatever, double espresso. I don't mess around with it. If There's like good choices, you know, I'll get cannolis, eat the cannolis, leave the guns. Anyway, I'll, I'll eat three or four desserts. You've seen it before. You've been there yeah. with me. Yeah, I'm a dangerous guy when it comes to fine dining.
2: Very. Get all the I'm apps, too. to all the apps, and, and then I'm
1: go, and the apps. Are you kidding? Who goes to a restaurant without eating apps? So I'm going hard on Sunday at the Eagles and Chiefs game, Mahomes against Hertz. What do you think? What's your evaluation of the? So Saturday, I'm going on the bender and the whole day I'm going to have, I'll probably have upwards of 75 to hundred college football bets going.
2: No, that that's a strong effort. That's really how you have to do it. Um, it's the kind of situation where if I was in it, I don't know if I'd make it to the Eagle game just cause you know, how things usually go. It's been a long time since I've been in Atlantic city. I, it really has. I, I, I'd like to get back down there. It's been years, honestly, since I've gotten to go back down uh, the right. majestic journey down the Garden State Parkway uh, to America's playground. Um, but it, it's a great spot, and you're, and I definitely haven't been there since even Jersey Legalized Sports betting. That tells you how long it's been. Uh, getting in the mix with all those college football games, the big dinner on Saturday night is very strong. And Staying the out, throwing the, the dice, got the suite, which I mean, listen, you probably won't spend a lot of time in there. Uh, you know where I'd be. I'd be throwing the dice. Uh, down, and getting that happening, but that's the kind of situation where I don't know if I'd make the Eagle game, and if I did, I don't know what kind of situ- what kind of shape I'd be in when I got there. Now, I, of course, I would make it, right? But it would well, be that that would be a heavy thirty six hours for me.
1: I'll tell you, there'll be fatties, there'll be fatties going around. I guarantee you that there'll be a lot oh, of yeah. that. yeah. And then there's uh, and the, and the suite is the, literally the size of Atlantic City. This room that we have. It's literally in the biggest, finest, baddest place there. And it's the size of Nevada, the room. It's literally, you could have 40 people stay in it. That's how big it is. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, there's just going to be smoking and there's going to be gambling. There's going to be betting on games. And then like when I went to Pittsburgh, I will tell you that, um, we partied so hard on Saturday that, uh, I went to bed at like four or five in the morning and I slept literally till noon. <laughs> the game the game was at one. They were banging on my door to go to the game, right? And I had twin adjoining rooms with my son and his buddy. And they were banging on the door. And then I rolled out a I rolled out at like twelve twenty. And I opened the door at twelve thirty-five and we hit the streets and walked over to the ketchup bottle. So I went right from nothing, no, no sleep till Brooklyn, right into, uh, right into Heinz Field, and I was so strung out that like the entire way over, it was 88 degrees, and I was sweating like I was in Vietnam. I mean, uh, all have- oh, I need some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. I mean, if I didn't have sunglasses on, I would have been arrested. That's how bad I was. And so when I got there, I was dripping like like Venezuela. I was, you know, that probably didn't go over too well. I was like Venezuela. And then when I got there, I was so, so dehydrated and, and just not doing well that I chugged Gatorades by double fisted Gatorades. I was at the, I went to the cashless, everything in Hinesville. I'm like two of them. I had them going blue and purple. I had them all going. And then they ran out of them, which was even worse. When it ran out, I had to go to the bubble gum plan. Cause I don't drink soda. And there was no, nothing but soda and beer. So I'm like eating bubblegum just to have anything moisture in my mouth. At the time, it was halftime. I felt better. And then I got into some popcorn and I got back to normal. And then I got, when the game was over, I got in the car, went to the airport. I got home at midnight, whatever. I made it. But uh, it was a very strung out weekend. So I'm predicting more of the same in Atlantic City. Because A, uh, the person I'm going with is the devil. And B, uh, you know, anything's possible when I'm betting on 100 games. Anything's possible. I could end up in a gutter. I mean, or I could end up in a strip club with 50 chicks on me. I mean, these things are all possibilities. Very possible. All of it. I told people today, too, and they're very concerned about me. Agents, lawyers, wives, children bosses. There's a lot of controversy surrounding me when I go rolling. I'm doing it again next week, too. I'm going back to the Steel City for more abuse. Trouble, mister. That's, you know, my daughter right there. She's very upset with me. The chopper. She's very upset. And uh, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, my wife, she knows I'm leaving. She, God only knows, she may end up with another man. <laughs> she may end up with a lover on, you know, Saturday. It could happen. She, I could, you know, my son oh, could call is, up like at two in the a morning road and say there's some guy you. with a hairy chest in, in bed with mom. There's a lot of road trips for you. There's a lot of road trips. A lot of bills. The Amex is just getting peaked out. They love me at, at American Express. They love me. My business plan over there. They love me. I'm always yeah. on the move. I know, and you know I got a lot of time off coming. Uh, you know, I told you, yes. you didn't know the plan. I, I, the, I think I told Mafia, or I told uh, I told Haro last night the plan. I haven't told you the plan. You have bucket not. list. You got it out. Did you bring out the bucket list uh, report? Because I know you keep the, the volume of uh, our things to do list. Yes. So, th- with the show, things to do. I'm going on a bucket list. Scratch it off. I'm taking Gunner to Bloomington.
2: Oh, you did tell me about this. You told me you you were taking him to visit the college, and I said to you, you should see if the basketball team's home that weekend. Well,
1: that's exactly what I did. I took your advice, and last night I went through the litany of games. Now, the one that I want to go to is the Notre Dame game, but it's on the day that I'm going. It's on a Saturday. Uh, They're playing the Irish in Assembly Hall. Uh, The same day I'm going to Pittsburgh to see the Titans play the Steelers the next day. So, that's so I can't work. go to that game, but there are other games of of note that I um, am willing to go see. Uh, I'm I'm sure there'd be some level of interest uh, from you in those games. Would there not be?
2: Well, look, I I, mean, right. I think that I think that even if they were playing some tomato can, to fit you right. going back into Assembly Hall is enough. No matter who they. Okay, were so playing. here's listen to
1: these dates. Um, they got Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, St. John's. How about the Johnny's? I
2: go to. Johnnies. That's a good one.
1: Louisiana, Jackson State, Marshall. Uh, how about these two? Uh, Nebraska and um, the one I wanted was uh that I really wanted was uh, Notre Dame, but that's not happening. So uh, it's pretty much those. Those are the choices because I really only have off. In days uh, in November and December. So I could do November, December. So Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, St. John's on November 17th. That's a real strong possibility right there. Uh, Louisiana on the 21st. Jackson State, that just sounds like a terrible endeavor. Uh, November 27th, which I believe is like right after Thanksgiving. That's like a, I think that might be like a Thanksgiving tournament type thing. Marshall against Indiana. Uh, and then they play at Syracuse on November 30th. And then December 4th, Nebraska and uh, Merrimack on December 12th. The uh, the only other one, I'm not going to Bloomington and Indiana three days before Christmas. That's not happening. no So no. I think it's kind of a November thing for me. So I'm looking at uh, St. John's maybe uh, on the uh, 17th of November. Like that sounds doable. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of the game, St. John's. I want to go to Notre Dame, but it's it's not possible. I've already booked a trip. To yeah, you're already going see to the your... Titans. But I think I think there's potential, Carver High, that I could, you know, I said this last night that once I get him to Bloomington and he sees IU, which is just a fantastic spot. It's just an incredible yeah. college. I mean, there's no he's getting not, around it. He's not never heard one IU. person ever say they didn't love going to Indiana.
2: Well, I know that. <laughs> but He's not going. He's not going to IU.
1: Well, he wants to go to San
2: Diego State. Well, that's oh. that's what I'm talking about. You've already – you see, you needed to go in reverse. You needed to get right. him to Indiana first, right. get him in love with Indiana, and then if you would have saw San Diego State, you could have said, eh, you know, there's some roots here. He's already seen San Diego State. There ain't nothing touching San Diego State right now. You might
1: be right, but, brain, brain. <laughs> I, think there's, but I think there's potential that once I get him in Assembly Hall – with five national championship banners and 22 Big Ten titles, that the big Marlin hook might come out. We might hook him. You yeah. get the big hook in the mouth.
2: I mean, it's possible, but let me tell you, we, he, you might get that hook in the mouth, but then he's going to think about uh, the real hook out there he'll be in out Southern there like California. And he'll snap free yeah, in the he's, ocean and get yeah, away from he, the line. He's already he's already got a taste of what goes on out there, and. At San Diego State, that's going to be so real you hard. That by,
1: you think that by uh, Colhan Casey saying, "quote, uh, it, you know, it's tough making that 7:30 a.m. class when you're still drinking tequila off a of chick's ass at 6:15," pretty yeah. much did it. End quote.
2: Yeah, he's he, it's done. If it, you you let him get a smell out there, he ain't going back. I mean, that's it. There's no turning back now.
1: Got him a little sniff at the gardenias in, in San Diego. Finished. Finished. There's a lot of ass out there. I gotta say, are we on the air? Check one, two. Uh, Five-one Dodgers now. Gracie T's and the Padres put together out in SoCal this summer. Good evening on 1090.
0: (laughs) Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling.
1: Hi, uh, your boy Otani is done for the year pitching. He will not pitch on Sunday. And what a finishes shame. The season with a 318 ERA, 156 strikeouts in 130 innings. Uh, they're shutting him down. He will bat, he will hit, but he's Good for him. pitching. And then they're going to, you know, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated this week. I don't know if you knew that. I did not they're, know. Uh, they're handing him every award, whether anybody does anything uh, otherwise. Well, it, let me ask you this. greatest thing ever.
2: And somebody brought this up the other day, and I forget who it was. Somebody on Twitter, some national baseball guy. I don't know what it was. So basically, I mean, let's let's call it like it is. He's having an unbelievable year, but he's getting handed the MVP because he pitched any he hit, right? I mean, let's just right. call it like it is. That's why he's getting the MVP. So if he pitches and hits all year next year, too, are we giving it to him again? What about the year after that? So every year now that this guy pitches and he hits the entire season, does he just automatically get the MVP because it's such a, you know, an unbelievable thing? Or is this just this year? Or are we going to do this every year that he has a three ERA and he hits 40 homers?
1: It's a one-time I, deal. I, I, I certainly I hope so. I fascinated with him because I certainly Japanese. hope so.
2: Because, now listen, he throws a three ERA and he hits 45 bombs and the Angels actually win the division. I'll hand him the MVP right there. Go ahead. Have a blast. Go pick it up. But if he's going to do this every year and they're going to finish twenty games out of first, then I'd sure hope we're not handing him the MVP every single season. That's for sure.
1: Isn't it crazy that people's fascination with MVPs? Like uh, they're they're talking about the MVP in the NFL right now, and it's oh, yeah. week uh, four, and they're already handing out awards. I mean, every day I hear about who's the MVP of the NFL. It really is. It's insulting. got another hour. Go with us on the bench.